Welcome to Expect Increase, where mindset and sales meet. This is episode 36, how to get noticed online through an optimized website. This is Sharique Richardson, founder of Digital Innovation Media Group. I'm the lead web designer and marketing strategist. We help you maximize your sales, your impact, and your reach so your business can elevate to the next level. You can get more information at digitalinnovationmg.com. And I'm joined today with Rashana Price. How are you? Hi, Sharique. I'm doing great. It's great to be here. I love our podcast and all the things that we're doing. And hello to everyone out there listening. I am Roshana Price. I am a leadership and success coach and trademark owner of the phrase giver of awesomeness. I truly believe that people have awesomeness to give and I help them get there through coaching, corporate events speaking and training, and also through real estate investing for those that are interested in learning more about who they are and what they want to accomplish. You can learn more about me at RoshannaPrice.com. I hope to see you there. Cool. So we're talking about optimizing websites, and I know that may sound like a totally foreign language, but it's actually something that you need to do, whether you are looking to expand your reach locally or nationally. Basically, you want people coming to your website to engage with your product and you want them to do what the ultimate goal is to be become clients, right? So exactly. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Yeah. I was just like, mm -hmm. I'm like all already. <laughs> eight, nine, just starting. Go ahead, Sherry. Go ahead. Yes. And so search engine optimization is the way to do that. And that's what, you know, optimizing your website will do is going to optimize the odds of you being found online. So if you're wondering what is search engine optimization, Moz describes it as a marketing discipline focused on growing visibility in organic, which is non-paid, search engine results. So basically, it's getting more traffic to your website without having to pay for it. But you're doing it in a way that um, is going to make people want to go to your website because you're coming up as one of the top two or three, or at least in that first page of search results. The key is knowing what they're searching for, right? So the first thing we're going to look at for optimizing your website is your keywords. And so if you're wondering, what is a keyword? A keyword is the search term or phrase that you put into Google or Bing when you're searching for something. So if you're looking for um, a restaurant that delivers near me, right? Or a restaurant that delivers in your city or Chinese food. Those terms you type in are all logged in Google and they're kept. And so when someone is doing, if I was a Chinese food restaurant, I would have keywords on my website, on my page that says Chinese delivery in whatever city that you serve, because that increases your odds of coming up on the search results, right? So that's really what we're looking to do here. How do you get noticed online through your website? And so we're going to talk about three things that you're going to need to, uh, as far as what's going to help your website become more um, attractive and, and definitely a source for people to go to. So number one is your speed. So think about how long it takes people to actually see your full first page or homepage of your website. You have three seconds to be seen. So that means if you're not loading, that website's not loading within three seconds, most people have already left and clicked off. And that increases your bounce rate right? 
the bounce rate is the people bouncing off your website, going back to the search results to the next guy on the list. And so that's the, that's the percentage that you'll find in your analytics of your website. You can go to Google, you can set up a free account. If that bounce rate is high and you see it trending up, that means that people are either not engaging in your content or they're not, uh, they're, or they're waiting forever for your website to open. That's what that means? Oh. Yes. <laughs> that means okay. yeah, yeah, the bounce rate is they, they come to your website and they're quickly gone. Okay. And so that's, you know, so if, you, if yours is low, I mean, if it's low, that's great. But if it's high, that's not great. So you want to make sure that you are, number one, embedding keywords. Two, you want to make sure that you're loading fast. And three, I've already touched on that, your content. So when they first get to your website, do you have a way of showing them what you do and who you are? Is there a catchy or compelling emotion or solution-driven headline that says something like, you know, we're your marketing solution for, and I list my, I list, I'm using mine for example, your marketing mm -hmm. solution for web design, search engine optimization, social media management. So you know automatically what I do. And you know that I'm offering you solutions in these areas, right? So if you have to have something there, either it's a, if you have an ebook, you have a free resource or something, have that right there readily available so they don't have to search for it. Because if you have to look for things and do two or three clicks to find what they need, the odds of that happening are very low. That means they're already gone. So mm. things that you want people to see, link it to your homepage, your services, your resources, your uh, request to consult consultation link. So they know, okay, this person's serious. You can have it in your header. I, keep, I, keep, I, like, I think it's great to keep your uh, request consultations in your header so they can see it on every page. So it's, it's always there or your footer. And just things like that. You wanna grab their attention through an optimized website. And there's so many other technical things to do uh, with that. So it is, SEO is pretty wide, but the foundation of it is this. If you're not optimized with the keywords, if you're slowly loading and your content is not compelling, the odds are everything else is not going to help you when it comes to that. So you want to make sure this website is ready to go and is focused for the people that you want to look at it and actually become a client. Mm -hmm. okay. So, so Sharik, when you're like, this is, I'm like, this is great, right? Like I, I have a website, I have had one for a while, have optimized it. I keep trying to change it. There's always pieces and parts I don't love about it. Um, and then there's parts I love about it. So what do you say to the people out there that are saying, oh, people aren't reading copy anymore. You don't have to have that many words on your website. Just put a whole bunch of pictures up there. Well, the problem with that is you have, first number one, you have to have a balance between the, the content and the pictures because you want your page to have some kind of personality. You don't want to be, you don't want it to be too wordy and you don't want it to be just a bunch of pictures unless you're a photographer, right? The key is that people, if they're engaged, they will read it. And then they, the thing about it is even for blog content, if you write a 2000 word con, I mean, a blog, they're going to skim it, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if you're telling people how to solve a problem, they're going to go skim it and go right to the solution. Right. But the key is how do you maximize this blog space? How do you maximize this content? You embed, put a button there for a free resource, put a button there for how they can contact you. So you're giving them not only uh, the information they need or looking for, but you're also giving them a way to kind of get in contact with you or to get more information from you. 
because yes, the reality is people are not, they're going to skim it, they're going to look up and down. And that's why I said you have to have that headline, something that grabs them to get them to kind of want to read a little bit more to find out, okay, what is she really doing here? What's, what's going on here with this website? And that's the way to do it. But no, I mean, no one's going, no one's going to read 100% of all your words anyway. No. Yeah. But the point is that what they do read is important and it grabs their attention and it makes them want to engage even more. Mm, okay. And then the other pieces is if they don't read it, at least you've got the keywords in there. So if they're searching, you'll come up. Exactly. And so just know this, when you do put the keywords there, it's not an overnight thing. It takes about 45 to 60 days for it to become, you know, to come into effect. So SEO is really a long-term game. It's not a short-term one and done type thing. So the key there is just making sure that you are staying in the know, you're tracking what people are searching for in your niche. And there's, you can, you can use several other resources. I'm gonna give you some great websites to go to to do that. Um, but you also wanna make sure that you're monitoring that so you know, okay, I need to blog about this because people are searching for this. And sometimes you have a keyword on your website that's kind of ranking low. So you wanna find one that's ranking high and create some content about that one. You know what I mean? So there's a whole methodology around just the keywords in themselves and how do you select them. So that's why I'm going to give you some websites to try that's going to really help you get ahead. So the first one is actually an extension. So if you use Chrome, um, Chrome has an extension called Keywords Everywhere. And what it does is you type in anything in Google on the left, the right side of your screen, it will show you all relevant or related keywords to what you just typed in and searched for. So you can go over there and look at the keywords that are being searched. So if you're looking for, what can I put on my website? Look for one that has relatively low competition, but the search volume is pretty decent on there. So meaning that the search volume is kind of high, but the competition is low. Why? Why would you use something for low competition? Because the odds of you getting found using a low competitive keyword versus a high competitive keyword is much greater because you're basically gonna be either a drop in a puddle or a drop in the ocean. You have mm. a big impact with the okay. low competition keyword. And it tells you the competition and it gives you the volume, how many people are searching for it. That's good information, okay. So that's keywords everywhere. It's something you can put right into your browser. And every time you search on, for something on Google, search for your services, search for your city and see what's, what's being put out there. Okay, moz.com is a great uh, resource that tells you about different um, factors of SEO, such as your domain, uh, domain authority, your page authority, your keywords. They can scan uh, web pages for you, your competition, and tell you what they're putting in their web pages, what their keywords are. There are a lot of resources that can show you that. I use Hike SEO, um, and that monitors my website. It gives me great ideas to what to blog about and also lets me know what keywords my competitors are using. So I don't have to guess, you know, um, and that's something that we do. You know, if you're saying, well, I don't have time for all that, Sharif. Well, that's what we do because most people don't have time for that. Right. You know? <laughs> that's the reality because it is a lot that goes to it. Now, if you're looking, if you're thinking, okay, like I said earlier about speed, well, how do I know if my website loads? Do I have to sit here with the timer? No. What you can do, there is Google's page speed, and you have GT Metrics, and you have Pingdom. These are three websites you can go to 
and they will all tell you how fast you're loading and they will let you know other issues going on in your website that you may not know about. Because all these issues, depending on what they are and the level of severity can affect your SEO. They can affect whether or not you're being found and they can affect whether or not people are going to get, you know, they can affect whether or not your website is going to be revealed in different places, you know, in a different way, slower some areas, slower other areas, or if it's heavy, you have a lot of code that's kind of backing up the server and it's causing a website to load in six or seven seconds, which is like an eternity. So you can find all that information out when you use these web uh, website analytic tools. And I use these two for clients because I want them to know something visual, this is what's happening, and this is how we can help you solve that problem. You know, so those are great resources to check out and go online and just run your website through. It's free. It costs yeah, like I'm like feverishly writing too yeah. because um, even for as long as I've been doing this, I'm like, this is good information. So if you're out there listening and you're like, I've been doing this a long time and I didn't know this was out there, you're not alone and it is okay. Yes, you know, and one more thing I touched on was blogging. If you don't have a blog on your website, I highly, highly suggest you do that. And it's something that you can either outsource or you can do it yourself. But again, the keyword resource, great research will help you know what to blog about because you can blog on things that people are actually searching for. And so I highly suggest you do that. The longer, the better, but you can stagger it, have short, long, short, long. What's important is that you're answering questions and you're offering solutions. And that is also going to help you be found on search, uh, search engines as well, your blogs. Mm, when you're blogging, ask questions, offer solutions. Absolutely. And then, you know, like you said, you can embed your, your freebie in there. You can uh, put a link to your, uh, your scheduler. All of that, use that opportunity in the blogs as well. We talked about this in another, another episode about blogging, but I just want to make sure since we're talking websites that you, it's very important that you have a blog on your website to, for SEO and also for authority building. That's going to help your website become more complete and make you a resource as we talked about in a previous podcast. You want to be a great resource on your website while you're sleeping at night. Someone can be on there reading your blogs, getting solutions, getting answers they need, and that'll make them more likely to engage with your brand even more, and you're already in dreamland, don't even know it, because it's going on and on as you sleep. It's on your website. Yes. Yes, that is so good. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> and that's the whole point. Like, you wanna be able to go to experts that, that know this stuff, um, like you, Sharik, because it's not, it's, some of it is not intuitive. A lot of it you might not know if you just are out there putting up a website or you have someone do it if you aren't paying attention. So you want to be able to get noticed so that you can stand out amongst the crowd and be in the area of, of like you said, of in your niche. Exactly. You know, you want to make sure that people are, that you're basically answering the questions that people need and that you're making it easy for them. And one thing I learned is that, and it may sound negative, but you have to assume that the average visitor to a website is lazy. Assume that because they're not, they don't want to click through everything to find what they need. They mm -hmm. want it right there. So make sure they can easily find it. Your blog type topics or whatever it is that you want them to find, make sure there's a link to it immediately when they go to your homepage so they can get to it and less clicks. Ooh, and as little clicks as possible. Okay. Yes. 
great. This has been amazing information. I'm, I'm, I'm like, this time I get to just be a participant. I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? My, my last couple of SEO jobs has been mostly fixing what the previous person didn't do. Okay. And they're like, look, I don't know what I'm doing. I, you know, all they know is that their website is ranking either a D or F on these analysis. And they're like, why? You know, it looks fine. What's wrong with it? And then I tell them, this is why. And this is why you're not being found. This is why, you know, and I find that I've had to go back and do a lot of things that un unfortunately should have been done already. Okay. See, yeah, there's always good learning. Um, and I think the other thing is, is if you're out there listening and you're like, my business is evolving as your business evolves. So, so should your website. It sounds like. Absolutely. Because I mean, you, you always want to upgrade. You don't want websites that are, that are older than three years old. So if your business is growing and flourishing, start thinking about, okay, where am I going? What, what direction am I going next? What's mm -hmm. the next step for me? Your website should follow wherever you go. And people should be able to know about it right then and there. You know, whether you're adding something new or you're, you're writing a book or whatever it is you're doing, it should always be on your website. All right, you heard it here first. That's it your website evolves as you evolve and be thinking about it early so that you don't get caught behind. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's best done when you first get it done. But if you're thinking, Oh crap, mine's already done. It's not too late. You just need someone to come in and really just look at it, do an audit and tell you exactly what's going on. That's what we do. Um, mm -hmm. And then we help you fix the problem. Yeah. And you said something around like from a mindset perspective, the understanding that your website is done is really a myth. Oh, it's never yes. really done. It's, it's like your house. <laughs> you know, a house dog at home is never done. It, you always will find something. You turn on HGTV and you'll find something else you, you think you need. So the website is exactly the same. It's never done. There's always something you can do to improve it. Ah, there you go. All right. So for those of you that are perfectionists or want to check it off the list and be done, just know it's always going to be on the list. It might rank differently, but it's always there. Something to look after. Exactly. So thank you so much for listening to us today. If you have any questions or comments, leave that into the review and we will definitely get that back to you and or we'll talk about it at a different episode. Um, just keep in mind, this is a pre-recorded episode and I'm Sharik and you can connect with me at Digital Marketing Works. My Facebook page is Digital Innovation Media Group and I'm on LinkedIn. I believe there's only one Sharik L. Richardson MBA, so you should have any problem finding me. And I'm in Rashana, where can we find you? Yeah, you all can find me on LinkedIn and Twitter as Rashana Price, and on Facebook and Instagram as Giver of Awesomeness. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and we will chat with you next time.